Hello and welcome to the Collaborative Challenge. My name is Abigail Jones and today we have Ginger. This project stems from the Amsterdam Fashion Institute and I'm just going to introduce you to the leader of the, the project uh, and that is Sophie Bars. Hi, yes, I'm Sophie. Um, I'm Dutch and uh, I am a student, a master's student at Amsterdam Fashion Institute and um, for my studies I'm launching a, a lingerie label um, called Ginger Intimates and um, yeah it's it's modular lingerie so I take apart the bra into the cups, the straps and the bands um, so that our customer can customize her bra um, and we can fit more sizes and uh, yeah, we stand for empowerment and sustainability. So I was really excited to work with all these, uh, all these girls. Hi, I'm Nyauvia Liftira Stavropoulou and I am an MA student uh, in, uh, at the LCF for uh, fashion design management. Hi, um, my name is uh, Sara Marino. Always weird to change uh, the register, uh, and I'm uh, currently studying the MA of Strategic Fashion Marketing at LCF. Hi, my name is Arvina Pavlenko, and I'm studying costume design for performance. Hi, and welcome everybody. Um, the first question I kind of like to propose to the students is, what was it about Sophie's project that attracted you in particular? So, if each of you sort of like take turns in answering that question uh, and really it is about what was it about the provocation that made you go oh I really want to work on this I feel like it's a funny story because everyone knows about it uh, but what caught my attention was um, how um, the brand's purpose was to make every woman feel included no matter if their breasts had completely different shapes sizes were upside down because for me my boobs have always been a huge insecurity wanted a boob job as soon as I, <laughs> I could think uh, and then decided not to so it was a topic that truly spoke to my heart and I had um, a lot of fun um, curating the storytelling part of the brand and really honing in on on the um, on the values and and what we truly wanted to to communicate um, okay, so for me, I think that the first thing that attracted me to uh, Ginger as a project is that I am a very big fan of inclusivity in general. And also, as I was kind of always struggling to, you know, be okay with my body and having uh, the perfect bra, essentially, and also um, being from a family of strong women that taught me how to, you know, love my body. I think this is the thing that attracted me the most to, you know, try and find a solution for all these women out there. For me, um, I think as a woman, you always go through stages where like try to find a bra that fits you, that is comfortable. Sometimes it's the straps that are like really annoying or the, the um, underwire. I saw the, um, the description of the brand I, I absolutely loved it and I thought I could um, invest something into it and I just find it found it really interesting the concept itself that's and it's interesting because each one of you had a particular um, 
you had a particular way in they weren't you weren't similar in that like if Sarah was much more about her own personal kind of um, insecurities then know that you came in and talked about how you had always felt like you had in, you, it, you'd been instilled with this sense of to love your body no matter what and Irina you seem to have been much more about the kind of the the components of a bra and the and the kind of yeah the different um aspects of of the construction of it it would would I be right in thinking that that you all had different different sort of levels of thinking when you thought about Sophie's um provocation um I, I personally on uh, bigger breasts and uh, find, like trying to find a way of um designing a bra that would be attractive may, would make ladies with bigger breasts and um, more curvy shapes to feel confident and sexy because we we realized that there's not much on the market at the moment. It's either comfort um, or um, prettiness or um, something else. And we wanted to combine that. So I concentrated on that part. And um, I come from costume course and um, it was quite interesting for me to work on something else because we did make corsets and stuff but I never had to make a bra and it was like interesting and challenging for me well for me you know I mean it's very interesting that each of us has a very different approach to why we chose that we want to collaborate with Sophie and Ginger because you mean I mean every woman is different so every woman's relationship with her body is different so I, I think it's very important that, uh, you know, we talk about these things and we see uh, an evolution in the market uh, for things like that. Because, you know, uh, I mean, I know that the narrative of body positivity and love your body and all things like that, it's very common, especially nowadays, but it's a very important issue. And we have to talk about this because, I mean, you know, there's so much um, toxicity out there about that. So I think it's it's a very interesting project on that uh, regard. Absolutely. And did anyone want to add to that? Oh, yes, Sarah. Yeah, I think the whole thing about body positivity and inclusivity was was something we wanted to focus on, but sort of give it uh, an authentic spin because we were lucky that our group was made of people from completely different backgrounds, country, different ages. And, and you know, like ex accepting your body really comes at different times and with different stories, which I think was the reason or how the our slogan, my boobs, my story, and the idea for for the for the video edits of having women tell this their story and their unique insecurities and sort of how they overcame them or where they're at with them, sort of to communicate the idea that no no matter what you what you look like, um, you can still be insecure about your body and it's a journey towards loving it and most importantly accepting it and being okay with it even if you don't love it every day uh because you because right now it's very easy to say oh body positivity love yourself but those are very very vague messages and it's not only people who are overweight that are insecure it's not only people with huge boobs or very tiny boobs or boobs that are um, very different in shapes and, and, and sizes. It was more like no matter how you might be perceived from the outside, everyone is sort of entitled to their own journey and their own insecurities. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's quite a, um, 
I don't know. It's, I'm sure, Sophie, you would like to say something about why you why you chose this topic. Yeah, for for me, of course, it's it's not just a project. It's it's now sort of turned into my brand, or it already was before we started the project. So, what's for me just really important is what you also see with this whole body positive movement. It's still all about appearance and all about, um, um, yeah, thinking that you're you're beautiful or something like that. But I really wanted to focus on supporting each other and not necessarily on looking pretty or anything like that, but really put the focus on giving your body that support or uh, having something that really embraces your body. And that's also why I came up with the modular design. I mean, you can choose two different cup sizes if you have two different breasts. It's it's not about having a bra that, that just looks pretty or is, is just really comfortable. Um, like the other girls already said, it's it's really about embracing and empowering your body, and I think that's really important. And also why I um, why I, uh, I started the brand in the first place, because there isn't there really isn't much out there, and especially in 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 lingerie, there hasn't been a lot of development either. So I thought that was really important. And I'm wondering um, what surprised you about the work that was produced. What what surprised I mean, this could go around the room with you all, but what made you kind of go, oh, my goodness, I never thought of that. Did you have, did you all have those moments? I can only speak for myself, but, uh, yeah, I, th- I think I had one of those moments, especially when, you know, we had one conversation one time about why do we want to, like, take part in this project in general, and each of us, you know, started to say some stories that have happened to us, especially in a younger age, and it kind of struck me that it's, I mean, every woman has that. And no matter, you know, like your background, your ethnicity, your, where you come from, what do you want in life, you always have that sense of community in the womanhood in general. And I think a project like Modular Bra by Ginger can, you know, contribute to that. And being in a community is really empowering and you know it can help you address some of the social issues that we have to address nowadays so i think that what struck me the most was you know that each and every one of us has the same story basically yeah i sorry i i completely agree with um niobe in terms of like if you come from, say, me, like, I've always hated my boobs, they had a weird shape, um, whatever, and I would always look at people with, like, big boobs, thinking, like, oh, my God, if I had those boobs, like, my life would literally be solved. I would be, like, high on self-esteem every day, only to realize, whoa, like, I'm perceiving those people to, you know, be entitled to that feeling, but maybe they they see it differently, so maybe I can see my boobs differently. So that was, I think was really really interesting how how people with like big boobs have all of these stories about their insecurities and people with like small boobs have different ones so I think that was really really interesting to discuss yeah and to jump on with what they were saying for me as well I mean I'd been working on this concept uh, and this brand for a pretty long time by myself and that gets a little lonely in the sense that you feel like you know what you're doing but sometimes it's really nice to have that community feeling which I think we had with our with our little group um 
in which we can discuss ideas together. And then you really realize, yes, this is something that other people get excited by too. And it was really inspiring to see everyone's excitement and enthusiasm um, when working on this, which really helped, um, yeah, get that feeling of community, I think, what Naomi was already describing. Yeah, I think we connected very well. We just had a great team, honestly, like everyone was amazing. Yeah, no, it definitely sounds like that. And it, and it's funny how all that, so it, it it's about self-assurance. In fact, that when you think about the opposite to insecurities, to being insecure, and especially the part of your body, which is constantly, you know, it's not, it's not that robust. It's very thin skinned in emotionally and physically. And, and I do think that it, it, it is, it is quite a key to how you shift from being a child to a woman. And it is such a strong indicator in that journey that it's no wonder that it has all these kind of elements of, of, well, just stages, even, I mean, even that idea that you put the stages of the moon into the project. I don't know if anybody wants to talk about that. I remember it was Sun's idea, so she's not here right now, but um, we sort of split up in a, into a communications team and a design team, and uh, uh, she was in a design team and she came up with this idea of the moon. And I think it re really links very nicely to... Um, yeah, the the, um, the femininity of the brand. So, um, and that was really beautiful, but also the shapes of the different components of the of the bra. So yeah, it really, really linked really nicely in the design uh, uh, sense. And then also um, we were able to sort of have an idea of how we could communicate that with the communications team as well, because it fits so nicely with the whole story of the brand. The way I I conceptualized the the moon thing was m m related to how like the moon sort of in spirituality relates to the mother and the feminine aspect of of each being and I think it was it was really interesting as you mentioned before of like stepping into womanhood it being really about um, the art of sort of allowing and receiving and and allowing like your softer like parts to to nurture yourself because I remember when I was younger I thought oh my god confidence is something I get to and then and then it's done you know I'm I'm sorted um for the rest of my life whereas now I understand it's more of an everyday thing of understanding no I deserve better in terms of like I don't deserve to talk to myself like that I I deserve more softness I deserve you know to allow myself to 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 feel all of these emotions and sort of like, even if you think about like how I want to raise my daughter, you know, um, and things like that. So I think the moon is such a symbolic part um, for women in general. And also I think it's interesting to see that uh, the shape of the, the moon as a symbol in general was always, uh, you know, linked to femininity. I mean, if you even, you know, like see mythology in ancient Sopotamia, you had the goddess he Hecate, who was like the goddess of the moon and of uh, magic and femininity. And it's very interesting to see that, you know, this narrative can be incorporated in today's standards and especially in the fashion um, industry in general. Yeah, and you can draw on the strength because because what you said, Nirvab, was that um, that you come from a very strong female kind of, um, I don't know, empowerment, and and actually, not many people do come from that. Um, 
we um, could have inherited our own mother's insecurities for a whole host of reasons, you know. Yeah, of, co- of course, you know, I mean, I think every every woman comes in this world having, you know, inherited insecurities from her predecessors. And of course, I mean, every and each of us uh, has that kind of insecurities. But I, what I was referring to was my mother and my grandmother, who were like very strong women for uh, their time. And there still are, of course. But uh, I think it's it's very important to have that. And, and, and even if you don't have it, it's very important that you, yeah, that you, you know, that you develop it yourself. And having that community with other women in you it's very important, I think. And going back to what Sophie was saying about the, the kind of the mission statement for Ginger, uh, that is that is definitely a part of why the brand has its has its kind of has its integrity. Would you agree with that, Sophie? Yeah, I think it's it's yeah it's it's also because it's just something that I really believe in, and and with me, I believe that the whole uh, team of LCF girls agreed with me on that. It's because you truly believe in it, it really resonates in the brand. So we try to do everything from that sort of vision and, and mission statement. And that is to to have a really well-fitting bra that truly empowers and embraces women. Um, and also because that's really part of the vision and really part of my opinion as well. Because like Sarah was saying uh, in the beginning, um, it's it's not about being pretty or looking pretty everyone has their insecurities so it's about embracing those insecurities and not not nothing else so because we all share that that thought and opinion um i think that really resonates in the brand one of the um kind of like the most uh i don't know the most important thing for us to find out too is that how did you establish a kind of a relationship um, a tr- to trust each other and to collaborate with each other. How do you think you established that kind of working relationship? Um, I think we just kind of clicked from the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I think we were one, one of the lucky ones, you know, to, you know, ha- clicked with each other pretty quickly and having a good collaboration and always share our thoughts and, you know, the things that we like, the things that we don't like, the things we agree and disagree respectively. So um, I think it was luck and also, you know, having and also being very excited about the project. So the con- the combination of those two, I think, was uh, the way to go, actually. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And I also think it was it was just because we clicked and we sort of were lucky, we were able to recognize that each person have their own niche and their own strengths. And we, I don't know, like, we completely trusted them to do their thing and then we would put it all um together so i think that was really really important in terms of working in teams knowing that it's you know it's not about you know me and what i'm doing but like how what i'm doing makes it all come together in a cool way and yeah um but i do feel like we were very very lucky and we just clicked from the beginning and we were excited yeah, and I also think it's, of course, it's about boobs and bras, and that's quite personal for a lot of people. But because we start talking, like, right from the beginning, um, we shared all of these stories about what we're insecure about, how we feel about our boobs. Those are really personal stories, of course. So that, I think, also really bonded us to trust each other and to 
um, yeah, really, really work well together because you know, you know each other's personal stories. Yeah, no, that I mean, that's really evident in the work. Um, I wonder if there's any, if you were going, if you were in front of a whole lot of students that were about to take on the collaborative challenge, what what words of advice would you give them? I would really say it's it's much much more about the journey than it is about the final product. And I think you're going to see that if you look at the Padlet pages in the end too, because I mean, we, mm, yeah, we just we just really clicked, communicated really well together, which I think is also really important. Um, and we really made it about the whole whole process and and seeing where we would go. And I think this journey was really much more valuable for us than what the final uh, uh, deliverable or outcome would be. Um, yeah. Um, just to add to what Sophie just said, I just... It just reminded me of this one phrase I read the other day um, about how like passion speaks way more than than qualification. So not to really get caught up in, oh, I need this knowledge to do this. I need that. But really, really just because we were all really passionate about the topic, you know, you'll find a way to make it work or to develop something. Or even we have people from design that um, I think we have Vivian, like she she makes hats, you know, it was her first time, um, you know, um, trying designing brass. And I think that was very, very admirable, but, but we were just all very into it. Yeah. I think, you know, like a word of advice, a word of advice would be get excited about your project and don't see it as something you have to do for uni. See it's something that you have to do not have to do that you would like to do for yourself and for your others and for you to grow as a person and get to know people that are, that are as excited as you are about that and try and develop relationships with them. I think that's uh, a key thing that you have to do in this collaborative challenge and in general, of course. You know. Yeah, that's a very good point, Niovi. Um, because I I think it's, yeah, it's seeing beyond the degree, seeing beyond the qualification, um, which is, yeah, which is so important because a master's uh, postgraduate is about a partnership. Um, and I think putting you in this partnership, we, you know, we realise how valuable, how valuable it is, but we wonder whether you go beyond that and see, um I don't know, the opportunities that come out of it, you know, even in the future when all of you are possibly in industry or start your own company or, you know, go into partnership with one another, that you possibly will always come back to each other and go, what do you think? You know, you, you trust each other sort of with that integrity. Um, and I think that that is really important a part of the collaborative challenge that Tiff and I really have nothing to do with, but we just hope it happens. And I also think one thing that was really, really cool about having this module was the fact that in spite of us being in like lockdown and everything, whereas where it has been so difficult to to network, especially going to fashion school, that has been a big, big challenge for us. And I think the fact that we that we now know people from different backgrounds and we've a, been able to make those friendships and connection that's the most valuable thing, at least um, for me, as a result of this um, module, yeah. And and maybe that surprised you, Sarah? Did it surprise you that actually not only did you do the work, but you actually had ended, you ended up having all these incredible friendships as well? 
Well, it not surprised me because I, I usually love um, getting to know people from backgrounds um, different from mine. But I think it was my favorite module because because of that, because I feel like this year, because of COVID, everything, everything has been very theoretical. So this allowed for more for the creative aspect of everyone and, and being able to make those bonds. And a, yeah, and, and a very intimate product as well. Yeah, so basically we got to know each other in these, you know, unprecedented circumstances, uh, doing something we really loved doing. And I mean, I personally was kind of sad that it ended, to be honest. So, Well, maybe, I mean, who knows what will happen? I mean, who knows what will happen? I mean, you you may all end up being, you know, consultants on this particular specialism because it is, you know, it is a specialism. And you do, I mean, it's interesting because you do realise how long, it's been neglected for a long time, this product. I mean, it's better than it was, but I do think Sophie has really tapped into that kind of, it depends how you feel on the day kind of product design. Uh, or, you know, it, I think that's what's lovely is that adaptable product is is really about how you are feeling how whether you're feeling courageous or whether you're feeling you know what kind of support that do you want on that particular day do you think that's true Sophie that it's got that kind of every day is different and you will feel different on any given yeah, and, and not even even just how you feel but I mean uh, um are the shape and the size of your boobs I mean that also changes almost on the daily um, so the fact that you can choose which sizes you need, um, et cetera, that's, that's also something that really adds to the whole customization story. I mean, not only that, I think it's, it's crazy that these bras have been designed to fit these symmetrical bodies for, for all this time now, and that there's nothing really out there that shows that women aren't, or, or people in general, aren't symmetrical. It's it's not like we have these perfectly round boobs. Uh, I mean, almost no one has that. So why are we designing for for boobs that are, are like that? I think that's, that's strange, actually. I think it's almost as to seeing it as to like a feminist lens. So um, yeah, really looking at who these these women are it's almost as if you can you get to know her through the images that you share rather than just showing the bra that you're trying to sell because that's not what it's about it's about really trying to empower women and and showing that people like everyone's different and that people are known for their sort of powerful personalities rather than the way they look and I think these images although they are all gorgeous girls wearing lingerie they really share that message, I think. And that's what we were trying to find, at least, in or our inspirational images that we were looking for. Yeah. I don't know whose Padlet this is. I can tell you in a minute. I bet one of you recognises her. I think it's Gigi. It's, it's Gigi. Uh-huh. Um, I just wanted to add that it's like Sophie said, that you don't sell a bra. You, you sell the, you know, the the ability to choose and be okay with what you want for your body, I think. Uh-huh. And it, it's funny because when I when I saw and I and I know that you use the word boobs so much and it really does make me smile, that word. <laughs> much more than I don't know, than breast or I don't know, there is something so generous and 
and I don't know what the word is, but it there is something much more less threatening about the word boobs. Yeah. Would you agree with me on that one? Yes, I think it was because we wanted to have a narrative that was authentic and authenticity in our voices. Uh-huh. And and the main reason why like my boobs, my story, it's 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 literally me telling my story, no matter what you think about it, or no matter if you think I shouldn't be insecure about that. I hate my boobs and I'm openly <laughs> saying it. So I think that was we wanted to to bring sort of um almost like funny um voice to it and and authentic and not be you know and, and, yeah and less intimidating isn't it it's yeah it definitely yeah. has that sort of that- it's as if you're talking to your friends that that's part of our goal I mean uh trying to sort of see how you would would discuss things with your friends or how you would talk about your boobs with your friends or talk about your insecurities rather than being a formal brand talking about bras or something like that it's much more personal and intimate yeah it really and o- is and also by you know saying the word boobs instead of breasts or i don't know whatever uh, it's you know you take the taboo away yeah i don't know if that makes sense but you know you you we all have them so yeah. why are we so insecure and like we don't talk about them you know yeah <laughs> And I think it's funny because when you think that, you know, if you, I don't know if you ever did this, but you wrote a list of every single word that means boobs or breasts or, I mean, there are thousands of derogatory terms and thousands of, you know, terms. And I think boobs kind of belongs to us in a way. It's, it doesn't, it's not a put down. It's, it's much more of a kind of feminine, um, we, we own it. That's what I mean. We kind of own that word. Um, as women and I think that's what's lovely it's 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 not intimidating it's very it's very real it's not trying to be anything but it but what it is Uh, and I think that really sticks with when you think about the integrity of the brand Um, it definitely has that that aspect Uh, so I just think yeah really and I and ginger I don't know if um so if you just want to say why did ginger appear why why that word yeah, of course. Uh, so basically, it's from the ginger ginger root, which is spicy. And um, actually, the ginger root has a really nice and beautiful flower, a flower and plant. Um, but obviously, it's really known for its roots and its spice. And I think that's a really nice metaphor to also look at women that way. So not value them for their appearance or um, the way they look, but value them for what's inside and their personalities. Um and the root ginger also really grows in like different shapes and you never know what it's going to look like. And it's always unique. And also that I think is a really nice metaphor, um, combining that sort of inclusive mindset, but also that more powerful and spicy uh, thing. Um, that's sort of how I came up with ginger as a as a name. Which is lovely. I mean, it's lovely. I'm, I didn't even write down that I was going to ask you that but I'm so glad I did because it's really it's funny for me I thought it was about because ginger people get bullied a lot too and I wondered whether there was something about the fact that yeah I just wondered about it yeah a lot of people told me that as well that they immediately think of like the redheads um when they think of ginger um which I really don't mind because it's so unique to have naturally 
red hair. <laughs> so true. I think that's actually really nice to sort of celebrate that uniqueness of people. Um, so it also yeah. works that way. It's not how I came up with it, but it, it does work that way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, however, I love your one um, because I do think ginger is it does grow in every different shape or form. And you're always, when you pick it up, you're kind of always fascinated by it as well. Um, but I have to thank you all for working so hard and producing such an incredible body of work. Um, it is gobsmackingly clever and thoughtful and and very of this time um, of supporting women and thinking about ways to make them feel more confident and self-assured. And and I also think, yeah, that it's it's an excellent, um, an excellent provocation and project and you really all of you really did raise rise to the challenge so well done and thanks for coming into my podcast and talking about it all thank you for having us thank yeah you. pleasure and yeah and I wish you all the best for the future because I do I do hope you will all lean on each other or you know start companies or partnerships and keep keep working together uh, no matter what but thanks again Thank you. Thank you. And Thank bye you. everyone. Goodbye. Bye. Have bye. A good day. Bye.